amnesia. No, 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 Is, is it the bloke in the car? Is his father? Okay. And the doctor. And what does he say? He really did say. All right. I can't operate on that boy. Because he's, he's my son. son. The doctor's telling the truth as well. Is he a man? Oh. Careful, she's got feels. Um, not anymore. Stephen, good evening. Hello. How's it going? Just read. Just realised we're with a Stephen tonight because oh, it's a big day, isn't it? Special occasion. Yeah, very good. Do you prefer Stephen or Steve? Never asked you that. Um, I prefer Steve. I don't really mind what people call me as long as they don't call me Stee. Oh. I don't like a Stee. I don't think I've ever heard a Stee. Mm, not good. No, no, not at all. Anyway, um, we digress. Very big night tonight, hence the Stephen. Um, Lucy Davis. Yeah, one of the uh, the main targets when we said we were going to start doing this. Target seems a bit predatory. <laughs> <laughs> Victims, then. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, uh, obviously one of the main characters. Um, incredible uh, storyline for her and uh, and the character. And obviously uh, an unbelievable opportunity for us to pick her brains learn about the show, learn about her, her take on it. And um, it's, you know, it's rare. We don't often get this chance. So well, yeah, it's, we're absolutely thrilled. It's rare that any of the cast members give any kind of interview these days. And you, you very rarely hear any, anyone say anything about the show and their thoughts. And if there are any particularly new takes. So, you know, it's great to have the opportunity. And uh, yeah, we're very lucky. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we had a long chat with Lucy and... We, we really don't want to bore you with us because um, there's, uh, there's a lot for you to listen to. And uh, yeah, we really hope you enjoy it. Um, if you are new to us, then feel free to uh, have a look back through the catalogue. Me and Steve, we basically relived the show um, and just took some time to, to kind of watch it back, talk about our thoughts, see how that kind of correlates now into modern day life and transcends across, um, across the decades. Um, it's fairly enjoyable to watch it back. Hopefully you learn something new every time. Um, if you are just keeping up with us, thank you so much for listening along the way. Couldn't have done it without you. We couldn't have uh, obviously got hold of, of Lucy without all the fans and uh, the help from everyone in terms of uh, just giving us a, a credible platform. So really appreciate that. We are now looking to invest a bit more into the podcast and uh, that will mean Unfortunately, we have to do a bit of begging um, for your support. So if you can That's support us. That's when the begging us, starts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can support us with a rate or a like or a review or a follow on Twitter or tell your friends, someone who's a fan of The Office, then uh, then please do. We do now have a, a platform where you can buy us a coffee. Not a real one, obviously. That'd be weird. Just coffees turning up at the house every day. Um, but you can put, uh, put some funds towards the podcast. So, you know, if you want to go and... Uh, say thanks and help us keep improving the content, keep improving our output, then uh, you can do that by visiting ko-fi.com forward slash out of office podcast um, or come and see us on Twitter at out of office pod underscore um, where I will no doubt be directing you probably hourly. <laughs> um, as we say, we, we're not, um, we're not kind of self-made billionaires. So we do, 
we do want to try and put a lot more effort and time into this, get bigger guests and, and more entertainment for you. So any support that you can give the podcast is uh, is much appreciated. Um, and yeah, shall we crack on with Lucy and see what she's got to say? Into the fray. <laughs> Yeah, I just stayed in, had a big wink. Lager. Uh, Finchy lager. Gareth. Lager sometimes cider, so. Who's used all the penicillin? Oh, Mark Paxton, sir. He's got knobber off, so I'm tart. Lucy, really happy to, uh, to have you with us. It's incredible to have you. It's so good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is yeah, um, so it's, it's a real thrill, isn't it, to have the dawn that makes sense. It's, yeah. it, it, it's a thrill for me, Steve. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's lovely to, to think. Pleasure's <laughs> definitely all ours. We've had, we've had some great guests on the show from, yeah. from the show itself and from various different um, areas of the world, sports stars and writers and other actors, comedians, but I mean, you can't really get better than, than Dawn, can you? So this might, this might be it. We've peaked too early, maybe. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, the last podcast of the series. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we always ask uh, the first question generally to every single guest is, uh, did you get an agenda for tonight's, um, for tonight's meeting? Do you know what's going to happen? This is the awful thing. It's that I don't know the lines as well as you guys. <laughs> and people put comments on things on Twitter or, or Instagram. And, and I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Someone said, but oh, love me, pathetic. And I was like, wow, that's so hurt. <laughs> I'm realizing where we're all going with it. So that is a line. I do remember it. The agenda one. What is it? <laughs> it's it's fine. I think you've just highlighted something that we discuss uh, regularly is the fact that okay. <laughs> the the office has become almost common parlance for for us yeah. nerds and us geeks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you do if you do quote something and the other person doesn't get it then you end up either causing large offence or, or looking a bit silly. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. And then if I think I get a comment that might take offence. I just go, oh, that'll be a line. That'll be a line. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's good advice for everyone. Yeah. Days, right? you know, if you are if you are offended, which everyone's quite quick to be nowadays, just yeah. just imagine it's a line from a TV show. There you go. Advice <laughs> <laughs> for all. And, and uh, the, other, the other one, which is a bit safer, which is what's your tipple? So this isn't necessarily based on the show. We always want to know what everyone's drinking. Right now I'm drinking a cup of tea, a cup of okay. Yorkshire Gold, um, Very good. and bourbon is my, not now, but bourbon <laughs> is pretty much the only thing I, I drink. I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be good. <laughs> That's what we need. I think we had a we had a bit of I can't remember when we were talking about it, but Yorkshire tea came up politically, didn't it? And we were saying how good it was a few episodes back. I remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. one of the best. Solid choice. What is yeah. the tea like out there? I see. Can you still get good tea in the states? Yeah, there are some like English and Irish stores. There's an Irish store really near me actually, and um, I can go and get my t-shirts with Guinness on them. Um, but otherwise, I'll get you know suggestives, uh, mint sauce, baked beans, oh, tea. 
right? Yeah. Didn't realize I missed these things or I liked them so much when I lived in England. American beans. I remember being in New York. I wasn't a fan. No. <laughs> not the no. They're not vegetarian. They tend to have a lot of things in them. They oh, yeah. yeah. They love a, li- they love a little mini hot dog and bean over there, don't they? Oh, no. Yeah. Filth. Different, <laughs> uh, <laughs> different variations on the food for different times. <laughs> that I know. There we go. <laughs> we got that one in. We were we were touching on earlier before before we came on about your um your Instagram live with with Miranda and how I noticed an element where it sounded like almost like a little Brent-ism crept in. Well, did you- it? I guess you suffer where, um, you, or maybe don't suffer as much as us normal folk with the fact that it's become almost part of our language and, and there are millions and millions of people out there that we, yeah. I mean, the Twitter threads you've probably seen over the last week are just sometimes into the 50s to 100s deep of just people talking without really saying anything other than lines from the show. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's, it's quite, there are times when I look at them and it's like, it's quite an art. I mean, you can tell people who do it well when you go, actually, that's a really good uh, line for that, for, for that response. That's a really good response for that comment. And other people who don't know what to say, but so just say the crack of dawn yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know what's funny. I have no idea. I'll just say the crack of dawn. <laughs> and then, and then we'll <laughs> <laughs> we we every time we record we generally play a game i don't know if you would have seen it it's, right. it's called brent against humanity because we've got no other name for it really. <laughs> um it's the best we could come up with at very short notice yeah. and um are you, are you uh are you aware of the game cards against humanity presumably yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's essentially the same thing but you just fill the gap with some kind of office quote or whatever right uh, it doesn't matter what the card is what it refers to or what, what we always get um a big pair of tits black man's cock you know and you <laughs> part of you just thinks <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, at the same yeah. time there are some that are absolutely brilliant and it fits it perfectly yeah. it's great when someone comes at you with something original and yeah. it really makes it work um and it, yeah i love that yeah you're talking about um, the, the crack of dawn and people doing that on, on Twitter. Do you get noticed a lot in LA? Do people sort of come up um, and point and say that? Not loads, not loads. And I think um, I probably get recognised weirdly for Shaun of the Dead more than a movie edition. And um, uh, but obviously the US Office is it's one of my favourite shows, and um, and I've probably watched every season through about twelve, thirteen times now. I could quote from that. that <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Um, uh, and uh, so of course that has been like what is it nine or so seasons, and so much more, much more known here. Um, but probably Shaun of the Dead, and then other things that I've done I tend to not always look hugely like me i'm in wigs and and things so yeah <laughs> relatively unscathed how do, you, how do you find the uh, the u.s comparison obviously if it's one of your favorite shows then it's gone well but do you feel a slight i guess there must be an element of pride that the fact that your performance in the uk helped kind of give birth um, i feel like when it was first coming out it was always going to be hugely interesting to see what we did get um of course i had a huge interest it's like oh gosh who's playing all the characters and how have they cast it and um 
And obviously the first few episodes, there were sim similarities to our show, but then it really just took off and was its own thing. And a lot of people ask me what I think, where I think Dawn and Tim would be now. And I kind of love how the US office played it out. And I think Dawn, in terms of just Dawn, her, I always think her life would have been mapped out pre and post Tim. So pre Tim, she was this person who really didn't make decisions on her own and had some dreams and was, and was smart, but just had this inertia about her um, of not getting about her life and really making changes. And then once she did leave Lee, um, which probably would have been a bigger move because all her stuff is in the States, do you know what I mean? And, and, and she's just come back to visit for a minute. And I think that will have changed how she was. And I think a little bit, I saw that in the US office because Pam, uh, the, the Dawn counterpart in the US office, Pam was, was a lot more timid, I think, before she got together with uh, Jim and, and then kind of came into her own. So I, and I feel like that would have, I feel like it would have mirrored it a bit, but maybe that's the easy answer because it's just there for me. <laughs> so I can yeah. go, that would have happened. It has the daughter called Cece. <laughs> I think I'm we all we all wish that that was that's the way it went. I think still sort of the happy ever after, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah. Don't don't ruin that one for us, sure. Exactly. <laughs> I think it, and I loved that they. By the time we got to the end of the Christmas special, I think we had been used to not having the cheery ending, and so I think when Dawn went off in the car. Um, I, I really do believe, even when I read it, I was like, oh, that's a shame they didn't. And I never, ever expected her to come back. And, and when I read it, it was like, go back. <laughs> I'm <at> home. <laughs> Is it right that I've, I've, I've seen that you read, you took the script for the Christmas special to your local cafe and read it there? Mm -hmm. I can't remember that, but possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Because one of the questions that we were asked by a, a friend was, um, when did you find out about the the ending of the, the sort of the Tim and the Dawn storyline? Um, and when did you find out that they were actually going to end up together? And um, I, had a, I had a quick look of just some random stuff, just looking yeah, at yeah. And um, I think you'd, you'd, in a, a magazine or an article or something, you'd referenced the fact that you'd read the scripts and you said that you started crying when you were reading it. I, I, well, I, I, was, I do remember being super emotional, I just don't remember where I was. Um, but I was really emotional, just to see, a, like, you look at characters like they're not yourself, so I'm not looking at it like it's me, really. And I was like, oh, she's back, she came back, and you just kind of see her. And you're so listening, probably, to to Brent and Gareth and having their conversation that it, it takes you a second to, to see it. Um, but we, I, I honestly did not expect it because they had so cleverly set up that it was, that they don't do the happy endings. Mm -hmm. And because they'd done that in season one and season two, um, I think it made everyone feel warm and fuzzy <laughs> when Brent got his, and he said, fuck off to Finchley. Are you allowed to swear on him? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, when he said that to Finchley, and then, um, uh, and then he has a, a really nice woman in sight. 
um, uh, I was like, oh, well, this is just a Christmas miracle. The payoffs were fantastic. Everyone did get their, I guess, their happy ending, didn't they, ultimately? Yeah, yeah. Brent gets his woman. Perfect. We've referenced it dozens of times throughout the whole sort of podcast um, episodes that we've done, but I, I always say that it's not even necessarily one of the most iconic parts of British sitcom history. I, I class it as one of the best bits of British TV of all time, that scene. I think it's, it's absolutely incredible. Um, and it, it's got everything, everything that you'd want in any kind of ending to a show. If, you know, you, and I think you, you said it there about not expecting that payoff. Mm -hmm. But everything just to come out, it's yeah, it's genuinely genius. And yeah. obviously being the, the main part of that, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, thanks. Amazing. Absolutely I'm very, amazing. Um, I do feel really lucky and glad to have been part of that. I will say it's a really uh to look I mean, how long ago was that we filmed it? Summer of two thousand three. And so that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised that. Um, and to, to, for it to still be something that people enjoy today, 17 years later, that's pretty cool to have been, been part of. Absolutely. There'll yeah. be a long time before people forget that. Yeah. Well, the the timescale's amazing. I mean, 20 years since it was the end next year, isn't it? And, um, yeah. uh, and I think... There, there are a lot of people that we're speaking to and, and through even through social media interactions that have almost fell in love with it and and become addicted via kind of watching it again and right. going back to the show. I think the first time everyone sort of, uh, I guess it, it resonated with a certain person, but I think, I don't know, the iconic nature of it seems to have gained momentum the longer oh, it's been almost. Um, that's cool, yeah. We've, we've watched it back. Of loads obviously whilst we've been recording and uh, and almost doing like a goggle yeah. box on the series and uh and there are little bits every single time that you just something new pops in or you, you get some new reference the other day because, because i don't so obviously i've seen the office uh, and i've seen it a couple times but I, I don't usually watch myself um on shows i don't really enjoy that aspect of it and um and so there were things i said did i even know that that scene existed I can't even give you an example now. I was watching, I was watching a few. I watched the one, uh, the, the the motivational speech one in in series yeah. two. Um, <laughs> I don't think I was trying to remember that through the whole of that episode, I was the most unprofessional I think I've ever been. I couldn't not laugh when Frank up in my face. <laughs> yeah. So many times it hurt every time. I was bruised afterwards. <laughs> like peaky blind a bit of the cat <laughs> just like, waxed me in the forehead. And I never ever not laugh. I was in I was uh, we we were a show where we laughed a, a lot and had to re redo scenes because of it, but this was I I couldn't coming out of Brent's office and seeing him in his cap and trying to pick up that bag off the floor, I, I they've cut half of it because I couldn't do it. After I picked it up off the floor, I'd fall on the floor and then Tim, <laughs> and the whole point of it was that Tim hadn't seen me, so I'm left flailing about with the huge heavy bags and can't get off the floor. 
it kind of ties in quite nicely to one of the other questions that we were asked um yeah. and what was the hardest scene to film because of all of that you know that yeah. constant um, laughing and messing around i mean that whole episode was really hard for me to watch to watch ricky do that motivational speech <laughs> every time he said duncan good hugh um <laughs> every time he hit me there and then do you remember that he does that la laughing bit at the end? So he's like, come on, everyone laugh. And the camera's on the side of him. And I know that the shot is that they're going to slowly zoom into me as it then goes into my talking head. Yeah. I, I don't know how many we did of that. I'm like dying inside a bit at how long that took. But you can <laughs> see, I think you can see in my face every scene in that episode. But really, there's kind of a grin underneath. It's too hard. Yeah. It's, um, Dave, uh, David posing on the table for the photograph, <laughs> um, spraying me in the face with the deodorant. It's too much. Too much. <laughs> almost, almost abuse. It was abuse. <laughs> it was going to be one of one of my questions actually about the cap. And was it always meant to be such an aggressive? direct hit in the face or was it kind of initially a dismissive little throwaway of the cap that you it can't wasn't, I don't know that it was meant to be aggressive but it was meant to he <laughs> <laughs> was meant to come at me <laughs> obviously he's not that near me so to do it you've got to give it a bit of welly <laughs> get it to me and it all, like I said, it always got me with the Peaky Blind a bit. It, it literally could have wiped me out had it <laughs> played in. Oh, amazing. Oh, it, it was uh, everything about that. I mean, every episode was uh, the same. It, it, the joy you get from being able to be in a job, but also, because not every job you do, a lot of people frown on the laughing. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm, we would be screwed if I'm in that situation. But a lot of people are like, no, 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 that's, that's not being an actor. That's not, not being professional. I don't know how you do it when Ricky, for example, will probably bring something new to every take. So can't, I don't know how you don't laugh in the moment. The scene where he's offering me a beer after work and whistling in the beer. <laughs> yeah. What he hadn't done for several takes um, <laughs> until about the sixth take was wheel himself with his heels on the chair around the desk <laughs> where he just wheels himself around oh, God. Oh, and then they have a wide shot of that but it quickly closes in because i can't keep it together um but i think that that means it's, i was like well at least it's a good show martin always used to say to ricky you're ruining your own show because because he would do new things each time and of course we'd laugh because it's new and unexpected i remember going into an office scene for one of them and and <clears throat> ricky had to open his office drawer his desk drawer for something was anyway either way each take he'd done a fresh obscene drawing for me and yeah. so every time i i look down it's there <laughs> you know, that was something i picked up on the other day i was watching a um I think it was called is it, uh, Closed for Business or something like that. It was a little um, oh, BBC yeah. thing. Um, 
and on it, uh, Mackenzie was saying that he was doing exactly that, and he would, Ricky would draw these obscene pictures and put them on the TV monitor, on the computer monitor, and things yeah. like that, where the camera couldn't see. But of course, the the yeah. person acting could. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, with, did he ever do any of those for you? But obviously, yeah, he did. Really did. <laughs> there was a scene where I, God, this is awful. There was a scene where I was asked to leave the scene because I couldn't um, keep from laughing. It was, I can't remember specifically which one. I was in the office, Brent's office with Brent and Jennifer. Jennifer, I keep saying Jennifer Jason. Jennifer Jason. And um, I didn't have much to say. It wasn't in the first episode. Anyway, after having done my coverage, um, they said perhaps you should leave the room. Sent out a glass. Yeah. <laughs> I went around the corner and I had some biscuits from my tin of rover. <laughs> it must have been it must have been mad though for I mean obviously if it's Ricky's show, it's Ricky's money. If he's leading the charge, I mean how do you he, there's no one even reining that back in, surely? Or does it, did it no. happen? Yeah. I guess you had to get stuff done. Yeah, we did, and we did, and we got it done. And I think um, okay. someone had said to you already that we didn't do long days. Um, I'm doing a, a, a just finished season four of the show at the moment, and we do from leaving the house to getting back again. We do 18 hour days. Wow. And with the office, I think I would be in for makeup at about. 7.30 in the morning, and we were done by 4, 4.30. was like, oh, I'll just, I'll go out then. We <laughs> <laughs> don't normally have anything, but it, it's consuming. It's amazing that you could produce such a work of art doing short days and constantly messing around. I, th I mean, I think on a totally different kind of, uh, let's go really deep, guys, but I think <laughs> in you... Uh, are laughing, you're happy, it's, it, you, your, your spirits are so up, I think only good comes from that. And if you've got someone there saying, because um, I believe in professionalism, that's a completely different thing. Never be late, know your work, don't keep, don't mess people around. But when you are loving something, I mean, watch, watching your day, when you love things when you you're a cup half full uh, attitude things come in that you want and when you are continually moaning about the thing you don't have you can't have it it doesn't come so i think for me that kind of atmosphere to work in means that 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 you'll produce really uh, good things but yeah that's, uh... <laughs> but because of because of Ricky messing around and things like that, was there, were there any changes to the script? So were there little bits of improv that worked their way oh, in yeah. because of it? I mean, it, the, the scenes uh, evolve with each take that you do. And, and I want to say that it's completely scripted and because I wouldn't take away from, from the fact that they're amazing scripts. Um, often on action, they would say, um, can you guys speak? you know, chat before you get into this, like lead into the scene. And then you would, you would chat in character about what, whatever it was we were talking about. And then um, 
uh, go into the scene and then often at the end of the scene they wouldn't shout cut so it wasn't ever about which is often what you have to do as an actor you've got the last line of the scene but they don't cut for quite a few and you're left there trying to look natural <laughs> <laughs> like okay I'll see you later <laughs> and then you're just sort of in mid-air waiting for a cut but trying to look normal <laughs> like we're just not speaking and um, uh, so it was really nice because we could just get to um, keep going and like I said with Ricky on the chair you know that wasn't in the script that was him just finding things in the moment and and I that's what we did a lot of a lot of Tim Dawn scenes um, were just okay you two go and can you just flirt together or can you uh, you know just like that's how I always used to get Martin to play with my hair <laughs> <laughs> can't say no on camera um, <laughs> uh, so uh, so there was improvisational stuff um, around it, but um, yes, definitely started with these lovely scripts. That, that, it probably makes sense. You're saying about you know if you're happy and you're you're in a good frame of mind when you're doing your your scenes, as opposed to just seeing it as a, a repetition of right, mm -hmm. say this, cut, say this, then I suppose naturally things are going to pop into your head. You're going to get that kind of adrenaline i suppose you're going to get the yeah. endorphins from enjoying it so yeah i think some might perceive it as messing around as such mm -hmm. but as, as brent says himself you know he's all about morale i was going to interject it's almost like a brent uh speech here this uh yeah spirit I mean, pro professionalism is yeah. <laughs> that is what i want there you go he said it before me <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah it's it, it from everyone that we've spoken to that has played a part in the show they've all said the same thing it's been the most enjoyable um enjoyable job they've had essentially would say that they said they you know and it from what it sounds like it was just getting a fantastic piece of television done mm. whilst having a laugh i mean what, yeah. what you asked for yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like I have a job, but it doesn't feel like work. It, you have long hours, not in the office, but um, uh, and you you work hard. But that's the point of of loving something or uh, and having a laugh is that then it doesn't feel like it. So actually, you just get to feel really lucky that you've done it. Do you know what I mean? And lucky that you've really? Yeah. Did you ever um, did you ever work in a like an office? related arena or anything like that oh, or do you always I've done, um, I haven't I've done weird little odd jobs on the side I remember doing ironing for years <laughs> oh man live I don't iron now I literally don't iron. <laughs> and um I ironed for years I, I waitressed on and off not at a regular gig but like at weddings or I dropped an entire tray of champagne oh fire oh. tray um, I worked in the back of a health store, packing up raisins and yogurt nuts and oh, I was going to die there. Um, <laughs> funny you say about wait, uh, waitressing actually, I just remember yeah. that I, I did that same sort of silver service thing for I'd say about three weeks and I had a similar, I took a big pot of soup to a table. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't drop it but I went, as I went to serve it I realised that my tie was in it. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh that's i'd rather you drop it yeah. I was like, oh. I'm just gonna get a, 
I'll go and get a fresh one. Um, would you? Yeah, I don't blame you for not carrying on with that. <laughs> it was just like it was when I was at college, when I was at drama college, and then when uh, you know when I left, and I did. I was very lucky because I went straight into work um, when I left. But then um, prior to that, just you know, you get through college, don't you? And you do other jobs. And, yeah. yeah. Can you see the? Um, I guess the the reason we always ask everyone's uh, sort of office um, jobs or the boring jobs, we should say. Yeah. Is, yeah. I guess for the for the parallels in real life and how mm -hmm. real the office was in capturing. I mean, it doesn't even have to be an office. We we've spoken to even like footballers who have the same sort of characters across different roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a metaphor for anything, really, which is like, are you happy? Are you, do you get up and work to live or live to work? And um, uh, with the office, you work to live. And in, the, in our case of our show, I don't mean other people. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, all the odd jobs I did. The ironing was my favourite one just because I could do it from home and watch comedy <laughs> while I was doing it. <laughs> but other than that, Oh, Man Alive, I, yeah, I, I stuck them out. It's the, you know, I don't mind hard work. I don't mind hard physical work. The boredom, that's what gets you. Well, that's what got me. Yeah. Back, in, back in the back of a health shop for eight hours on a Saturday, like 20 pounds at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> doing that and putting a label on, doing that, putting a label on. Yeah. <laughs> at least in the office, you're with people, you chat to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where those relationships boom and uh, and blossom in terms of the yeah. pranking and, and things like that, obviously, that you see yeah. from for yeah. the three of you with, with Gareth. And I think that, I don't know, that, that just resonates so well with everything I've ever done. There's always been the pranks yeah. and the togetherness. And I think Tim says, doesn't he, in one of his last talking heads about you're with these people more than um, more than your family, ultimately. Yeah. So you have to find a way. Um, yeah, it's very true. I think that's why it's aged so well. It's still... Mm -hmm. Still yeah. real. Yeah. Do you think that's why people bought into Tim and Dawn so much? Because it was kind of, it was really realistic. It wasn't like a big, um, almost like a big Hollywood dream relationship. I think so. I think because we were like every man, weren't they? They, like you just said, it wasn't like, let's hire, um, I don't know, whoever was the A-list name and star and and so therefore you didn't have to, you could believe in it more maybe yeah um, i'm quite sure julia roberts entertained the idea of playing dawn but if it was <laughs> roberts you're more thinking about that than you are about because i don't think anyone tried to pretend that the office was a real show even though i do know of people who at first thought that it was a i mean a real documentary yeah absolutely oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah definitely I suppose you've got to take that as a compliment of your performance, I suppose. If people thought that it was as a natural every day in an office, um, right. that's exactly what you were going for. Right. Yeah. 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 We've definitely spoken to people before that have said that for the first couple, they weren't sure whether it was a, a documentary yeah. or a mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah. Just at that point where it kind of, I suppose the office was the one that spawned off lots of others and we wouldn't have... Um, shows like this country today without the office yeah yeah i uh, i think um i think that uh a royal family happened before us didn't it the carolina hearn show and that obviously was not a mock documentary but it was 
the first time I think I've been aware of a mainstream comedy that was like, hey, just don't act. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and was very still in that it wasn't like his 50 locations were, were shooting in. He was 100 million people were, were in one room, uh, essentially. We're in one room or one house and we don't move a lot. And it was much more real, if you like. It wasn't like a bright, shiny, multi-camera, uh, live audience sitcom, you know? Yeah. And so, um, uh, but yeah, I, we, I think we were the first one. I remember doing the pilot of The Office and that's never been aired. I have it on VHS somewhere. I can't see it because I don't know how to play that. Um, and it's never aired. And there are some changes. The, the original pilot that we shot was, we had a, we had a voiceover. We had John Nettles um, doing a voiceover. And if you remember, John Nettles used to do the voiceover of, was it airline or airport? Yeah, or? yeah that, that was that sort of era, wasn't it? Those, yeah, it was just that era when all of that was, was new. And we had him speaking over and it was great. It added a sense, one more sense of reality, but we, I think they felt like it took away a little bit from uh, the comedy because it just took up some time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it didn't necessarily need, it didn't it, add something. Yeah, I think, it, I think you're, you're right. It, it does exactly that. And it also, without having a, a voiceover, it kind of adds to the, the dullness, I suppose, that you get in an everyday office. So yeah. presumably they've filled the time that he would, just, would have been speaking with the phone noises or the, the printer going off and that sort of stuff. And that, given that kind of element of everyday yeah. normality and the, the mundane nature of it, um, yeah. it, it all adds to it. Yeah, it does. It does. Were the guys just sat in the office, like, well, I guess, like, while you were getting scenes done, was everyone else who, because yeah, I mean, in the background, aren't they? It is in the main bit of the office, or in in Brent's office, or the break room, or the meeting room, where there is windows. Um, really, if I remember right, sometimes it would be like, hey, you're not in the first few scenes, and you don't need to come in. But otherwise, I think. It was really just we were all there most of the time because you don't know if you're just going to be caught. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Dawn really, someone, no one's at the reception so um, because Lucy wasn't called in. <laughs> so um, it was really nice because it was just like, kind of probably my most nine to five I've ever done. <laughs> uh, literally on reception all day, it seems. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah playing solitaire. I had a little live chemist behind me. I had like... I had, I had mints, gum, I had toothpicks, and, uh, and everyone came and just you know, took things or borrowed things. Hey, you've got, a, you've got an imperial mint or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a sweet shop, uh, or, or band, or plasters, or, or a lip balm, or something it was just where people could come that's and. Uh, so, yeah. That's so yeah. normal, isn't it? That's just. <laughs> yeah. There's always that one person you go to, right? Have you got, you got anything? Normally, like a paper. Yeah something like that yeah <laughs> did you get to keep any um mementos or any uh memorabilia I was thinking about that the other day and you know what i don't know what i have i think steve merchant took the reception sign which i thought was cheeky oh. um <laughs> what i don't know that i did i really didn't think at the time to do that 
I should have taken that hat, shouldn't I? That hat says everything. Good oh, job no. looking everywhere for one of those. Really? Nothing? I'd love, I'd love to get one myself, but no, um, not around. I no, think we need to start a campaign. Let's get, let's get all everyone who's listening, who follows us on social, let's get uh, yeah. the reception oh. signed back. Let's yeah. get Stephen Sam a hat of them. And, and that as well, yeah. That sounds like a fair choice. <laughs> I mean, who does he think he is? It's almost like he, he wrote the show, for God's sake. Uh, the arrogance. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that people asked about, um, about whether you kept, sort of related to the mementos or memorabilia, was the, the picture that, that Dawn drew. And they, a lot of people asked whether you, you won, whether you drew that. And whether no, you got to keep it, and obviously. I think, I think you know what it's one of those things where, at the time, now way later in my career, I'm like, oh yeah, I should take memorabilia for things. I'm, I'm a real uh, minimalist. Um, I, whilst of course I would have loved something from the office, and I didn't think at the time, but I'm very much someone who's like, do I have a use for this now? No, gone. Um, I have to be. Yeah, clear out drawers and cupboards, everything is like tissues are filed under tea. It's like I'm so angrily <laughs> organized and neat, it's embarrassing. Um, so, so mainly, I, I, but that isn't the reason I don't have something, I just don't really take. Yeah, I'm really time, why would you maybe, yeah, you wouldn't think it at the time, would you? I guess it makes sense. No, by the time we were doing the Christmas specials, we did like we, we knew that we. Uh, had we it been out in it had been out in America, I think, by that time, but we hadn't been nominated for Golden Globes yet. But we got I remember after season one, we were nominated for British Comedy Award, um, the awards that happen at Christmas. And I remember Ricky calling and, and telling me, and we were chatting for ages and so excited. And then I, oh, maybe this could be like a like maybe people will think we're a real cult show, do you know what I mean? And, and we were so excited that people might like like our show and we might get to do more. And um, yeah, we didn't really know what was to come. And in those early days in season one, we used to gather at either my house or Ricky's um, to watch it together as a cast, um, wow. uh, the four of us. And that was really nice. That was really cool. And we, we, we were kind of, we would discuss like, because it was all new for all of us to, you know, maybe have, be on a show that we were all, leads in and it was being talked about and liked and that's a new feeling you know what I mean it's a new and it was really nice and you don't want to like ever be like showing off to anybody if you're friends you try and you know but it was exciting to be part of this thing that people were enjoying and it was getting more more of a following and and people were were receiving it well critically as well and it's really cool for it all, all to come together. So we're glad. I remember doing the first episode of season two, that first scene, which is uh, they they sing Mana Mana. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we did, we were all back on set. And we all, I wasn't in that scene, but I was right there. And we're all back on set and we hadn't seen each other for a while. And season one had done well. We were allowed to do two. And we came and we stood there and we watched uh, uh, Martin, Mackenzie, Ben and Ricky do Menomina and it finished and all of us just went, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's it was incredible. such a nice, great feeling and, um, uh, and a great little scene to open it up with as well. When we, when we did our series two, episode one, I think we did our intro as the Menomina, didn't we, Steve? And uh, I can't, it must have taken about 10 attempts to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and find that now. We, we had to do it justice. I'm not going to say it's, uh, I think I still think there's a laugh in there at the end of it because we just thought, ah, oh, balls to it, we'll get it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably getting late by that point, and we thought, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah, having uh, having having young kids, uh, uh, both of us, it's um, not together. I should have. Um, yeah, I'm not, she knows. I'm not. Um, I'm not. He's not. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, normally our recording doesn't start till late and ends very late, and uh, the Dr Pepper's kicked in, and um, yeah, so that's for anyone that does go back and find it. That's the that's the excuse we'll give anyway. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, it's yeah. the same feeling you all got as the cast. I'm sure it's the. It really is, yeah. It's, do, you stay, uh, do you stay in touch with anyone, obviously from? from yeah, that pieces, yeah, I mean, it's like it's been 17 years since we've worked together, but bits and pieces. Occasionally, Steve, um, I was texting with Sterling, who plays Jennifer, uh, just about two days ago, and just occasionally, uh, Alex, who was um, Alex Perkins, who was uh, we were messaging each other the other day. He was. He, um, was one of the guys uh, who worked in the office with us. Um, and, and there's a few, you know, I, my 30th birthday, which was a little while ago, um, <laughs> that was uh, quite a few of the office people came with me to, uh, I took people to Disney in Paris. Oh, <laughs> because I really love Disney. And uh, so quite a few of them came from that. Amazing. Yeah. That's good. It must be like a, an incredible, I mean, I. I Maybe you don't know, but obviously 20 years anniversary since, since launch next year. Is there any plans for anything there, do you think? I haven't heard anything, and I would imagine not, but I, I don't know. Yeah, that would be a, a Ricky Steve uh, question, but I've definitely heard anything. No, I definitely would. I mean, why would I not? If they, they wanted to do something, why would you not? You know, that uh, if, if they deem, if Ricky and Steve, who are the brains behind it all, if they deem that... It, it's uh, it would be a good thing to do. I I would be on board for it because why wouldn't I? It was such a nice and fun experience. You would just want to do it, you know, just for the fun of it alone. But I don't think that will. I don't think that will. Be if we're going if we're gonna have campaigns about getting us Hat FM and getting you receptionist signs, I'm sure we can get yeah. one started about getting some yeah. kind of. Yeah. Okay, we've got three campaigns going so far. Yeah. We'll have eight by the end. <laughs> Oh yeah, lots of signatures going uh, going on petitions. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think yeah. I'd want a um I don't think I'd want any more of the characters. I think as it is 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 perfect, but maybe nice. uh, I think it's nice to leave it where it is. Yeah. On on a creative note, I think it's nice to leave it where it is. On a personal note, I think it would be fun to have another three months doing that. <laughs> Even if it never yeah. aired, it'd just be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just spend three months doing it again maybe we, yeah it's not quite the same as it going back like 20 years yeah after. i don't it wouldn't be it is a, yeah yeah and gareth would be in charge probably <laughs> i'll tell you what he wouldn't do a bad job would he he might he might have it's weird ideas. yeah and he might not be tim's and dawn's favorite but i think he would get the job done I always thought when I was on it, I was like, hey, I get what, I get who David Brent is. 
and I get how he crosses all sorts of boundaries and he couldn't be more inappropriate. But he isn't a bad guy. And I thought as Dawn that I would get more enjoyment out of watching David than I probably did. I look at the US office and really, like Michael Scott, people, but obviously there's nine seasons of it, so you've got to move, you've got to move on more. But people do <laughs> quite like watch, it's like, and with Brent, it's like, God, it's like a car crash, but what is he gonna do next? Yeah. I think I'd find it interesting. As Lucy working in an office, I think I would find a boss like Brent quite interesting. Well, we've always said, haven't we, that we, we would be pretty happy working for him, just on yeah. the basis hey. of the, the attitude oh. of the place, more than anything. Yeah. You yeah. free to do, well, have hair playing and God knows what. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's <laughs> so been described a few times, isn't it? it he, he's like the substitute teacher. Yeah. You know, there he wants to be popular yeah he obviously wants to get the job done but he's more almost concerned about being liked and yeah. popular yeah it's the most um in fact weirdly i would imagine that he wouldn't i, I would imagine that the office would have done quite well the Wernham hog branch the, the slough branch I would imagine they'd have done quite well. And no one quite knows how when they see how David <laughs> operates. Uh, and there was a story similar to that in the US one. It's like, how are you, how is Michael doing it? And Michael has no idea. And David would have absolutely no idea how he was uh, motivating his troops. But somehow I would imagine they'd be quite a, a successful branch. Well, he's done well, isn't he? His records. Uh, spoke for itself and we always say the the show itself obviously there's the famous line it's a stitch up so he's obviously yeah. off camera yes. doing a bit better than what we actually see actually yeah 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 Though that it's does deteriorate most of his time yeah. isn't he yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 have you got a have you got a favorite scene yourself from the show so whether a, a favorite scene I mean, I just love playing out the ending of the Christmas special because I just felt privileged to have played out that story. Um, I, I loved, was it the pilot episode? Um, the bit of Brie when, um, <laughs> I, I tell you what, that was impossible also. Um, I, you can't tell, so what you might not know is when you're on camera, you have to stand closer together than it looks on screen. So if you and I are in real life talking, we'll stand at a reasonable, humane distance apart, but for screen, you often have to be really close together and it doesn't look like it. So it feels unnatural when you're filming it. That's how close it was. Yeah, I see where that's going. <laughs> yes, thank you. So <laughs> I'm sitting on this couch, I'm level with it, and it's unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> All I can tell you now is it was difficult to swallow the brie, <laughs> but it was so funny. I don't. I. It was new as well to me, Ricky, and and his particular way of delivering and performing was new to me, and I couldn't keep it together. It was so, <laughs> such a lovely feeling, like <laughs> having a testicle felt. <laughs> but. It was, uh, so I really enjoyed filming that. And I was like, oh shit, this isn't gonna be easy. Um, 
uh, I quite loved filming. Oh, I tell you what was great. I, I won this one. Um, we did the scene where it's Tim's birthday and Dawn's saying to everyone, drinks, there's drinks. And he's saying, but there's a quiz. Yeah. And then I have to go drinks at six, something. Yeah, that's it. And then he goes, quiz at seven. Yeah. And, uh, and Ricky said, I wonder who's going to have the last, the last word on that. And I went, challenge it. <laughs> and, uh, I think if you listen closely, it's me. There you go. That is incredible. That line, yeah. <laughs> anything, anything you see on social media that has a time on it will automatically be retweeted with drinks at six underneath. And that's so funny. no matter what, what's going on. So to know that that's, that's the, the challenge train. now to it, adds <laughs> yeah. that extra, yeah. extra. Really, extra. Because as we were walking way in our different directions, I would just go drinks at six and I'd hear drinks at seven. <laughs> <laughs> going with that. And then there was a scene where it was Trudy's birthday. Trudy? Yeah. Um, and uh, she had a birthday cake. So in comes this glorious cake and someone's cutting it up in the scene, putting it on everyone's plate. I have a thing where I really try to avoid eating in a scene because um, it's just not enjoyable at all. Mm -hmm. um, food in a scene when you've spent hours doing a scene isn't what looks great at first. And this was before lunch. So you're like, oh yeah, a bit of cake, that's lovely. Mm -hmm. So after several takes, we ran out of new cakes. <laughs> so we had to put a bit bitten slices of cake back in. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was standing there behind reception going, didn't eat any. <laughs> <laughs> Do another one, Ricky. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel <laughs> <laughs> just see how many regurgitated cakes you can get them all to eat Incredible. yeah yeah <laughs> when i was watching the the quiz episode the other day right at the end gareth kicks something and then afterwards he goes, i was like that's my car <laughs> and i was parked it was a dark green vr6 and i was a little racer in it and um, it was parked, it just, just parked in the car park for, for, you know, that was the studio we were filming in. And it was in the shot and I was like, oh, I miss that car. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good quiz question for, uh, for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who owns the car? Incredible. Um, I think I saw before, and this is sort of a, a line of questions, I suppose, um, that you, you mentioned on that little documentary thing that i saw that your favorite episode was the um the training episode i think probably yeah exactly. i think i think i think in general the majority of our guests that's the one that yeah. stands out for a lot of people yeah um, yeah and the my, my my kind of query my question was when when david's playing his music and he's sort of belting it out free love freeway or the um, mm -hmm. The serpent that guards the gates of hell, etc. Now, did he see? Did it sort of take the opportunity? To think right. I've got. I've got an opportunity here. I'm going to have this as a gig. So it wasn't just right action, and then he starts singing. Because yeah. in my head, I've got that it's basically Brent doing a two-hour gig, just carrying on, and then yeah. they just happen to film little chunks of it. Probably, yeah. Was that the? Was that the sort of thing that? that kind of happened was it just like right action and cut or did he just so i'm gonna, I'm gonna show off a little bit because that's that's the impression i would get he'd written, he'd written 
obviously written the song for the episode. Why I think, and I know that I don't recall it being written that we were all joining in. <laughs> it was actually just a really good song. So, yeah. so, and after we've done several takes, we have to be careful that we don't sound like we know it really well, but we were all singing along and putting some harmonies in. And it was a lovely moment I, I found for me anyway, on set because why I think the Brent singing was so genius is because A, Ricky can sing and B, the song isn't bad either. The lyrics are obviously insane, but <laughs> the actual tune, the, the melody of the, the song is good. It's nice. So you're kind of you're so confused <laughs> because it's not really bad. And yet it's terrible. So, so altogether, it, it's a confusing little mixture, but I really enjoyed the scenes where he played the guitar. Um, but in answer to your question, I, I don't know. I mean, we didn't. Rap. We didn't sing for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. it might have taken as well. But we, it, and you didn't ten till four. They kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four, four, yeah, So no, we didn't. Um, we did a lot of take of it, but yeah, and that was a very. Uh, it's so funny why why something stands out more than others, isn't it? I, I loved, oh my gosh, I can't remember, the brilliant actor who plays Rowan. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry if you're listening and I've forgotten your name offhand. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, but I thought he was fine. And, 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 and when Patrick Ballady came in, who played Neil, the Swindon boss, um, I remember being really in awe of him as well because they deliver these lines and these speeches with which there's nothing it's not like here's a comedy line or here's a dramatic line or here it's just normal talking and they do it like they are the people that they're playing rather than actors playing these people i know what i mean by that no it's it, no, it, a hundred yeah. yeah that's i think it's because it's so perfect isn't it you couldn't imagine anyone else playing those characters because they seem so natural it, it yeah. doesn't it just oh. doesn't seem forced and i don't think forcing it or it seeming forced would work in that format anyway so yeah. i don't think yeah. i don't think we give um patrick enough credit really for neil neil's oh. character is fantastic i mean the, right. the obviously the the antithesis to brent yeah. and the way he yeah. delivers that is yeah great and yeah to be fair we haven't probably spoken about that enough because he's the enemy isn't he but, yeah he's the enemy. and he, he uh i love patrick and i remember i couldn't be the read through for season two um, well, I did, so I hadn't met him until we met on set. And um, I kept a diary. I'm not a diary writer. I'm not a journal writer. Um, but for some reason on that, I kept, I was inspired by Emma Thompson. because She wrote diaries when she found Sense and Sensibility. And they're very, very good and very funny. And she talks about, she tells you about every meal she's eaten. So I was like, that's great. And um, so I did the same for The Office. And I remember watching... Uh, Patrick do the scene where he has to go into David's office after the cricket, you know, where they go to play cricket. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I just remember going, that's amazing. It's amazing. And it's so good that you almost, it can go unnoticed. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? Because it's so natural and um, unforced and organic 
you almost forget someone was acting. That's my. That's got to be amazing to see live and just to oh, yeah. witness that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's a great yeah. show. This, uh, to be fair, even thinking about it now, like that's you almost take Ricky and and Gareth and Tim, obviously yourself as as acting in there. But Neil's almost like this real person that they're all yeah. we're all kind of against, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a massive credit to uh, to him for for doing it that. Is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I remember yeah. one scene where I think it was oh shoot, wasn't it? Brent was. Uh, Martin, uh, I fluctuate between real names and character names because I'm <laughs> not as bright as school. But um, uh, and, and there was that, and I think someone, probably Gareth, Tim, and Brent, and they couldn't get through it because of laughing. And Steve Merchant, who's also co-created, co-director, he came up and he stopped all filming. And he went right. Right, we're just going to keep saying it over and over, over and over, over and over until you're so fucking bored of this <laughs> you actually get it done. And of course, watch on, watch his uh, bloopers on extras and he can't get through half of it either. Yeah, that's just really interesting to know that, that Merchant was the badass and he was like, right, I'm going to be the enforcer. You're not getting it right. <laughs> well, he, was, he definitely out. wasn't badass because he, was he was as fun as Ricky, but also he wasn't in the scene. So there were times yeah. when you could see him probably thinking, okay, yeah, I get it. It's funny and it's fine to laugh. <laughs> but, you know, 48 takes. <laughs> Should we move on? <laughs> and, um, and I think it's, own, and that's, of course, that's the best laughter, isn't it? Is when you aren't meant to. It's the best. Yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as you know you're not supposed to, that's it. Everything's oh fine. I've been back at school. I live in those those moments. I do. I uh, I get real joy out of that kind of gut wrenching laughter where really you just be, and um, it's uh, I, I I live for that, and it's the kind of thing that I look for in my day to day life because we can't get through life without. Like that, I guess, about finding well, things. Funny. That's what makes the, the bloopers so so brilliant. I mean, the yeah. one that always gets me is the uh, bashing the bishop um, bit with with Brent and Tim when he comes in. Um, Timber. And, uh, this is Tim Canterbury. Timbo. Timber. <laughs> and, uh, bishop Mazarewa, and yes. then the uh, bashing the bishop, and just to see Martin's reaction every time. And he was saying, you know, he'd come in, he'd say, right, this is how I'm going to play the scene. And then on the take, say something completely new yeah. and unnecessary. Yeah. And it, that, know, was it, when, that was when Martin oh. you're ruining your own show. Yeah. And my, yeah. my scene, my appraisal, Dawn's appraisal with Brent, was being shot straight after uh, Martin and Ricky shot that scene. And I was called in. And I think I had to wait maybe five hours. <laughs> I couldn't get it done. <laughs> and the good thing was we got our scene done more quickly because I think Ricky was so like exhausted by that and like, oh shit, we really have to get on with it by that time. But um, we our, our scene was a little easier. <laughs> five hours. With the, um, the one where he fires Dawn or pranks to fire Dawn as well, how was that yeah. one? With that. that was good that was actually my audition scene and um i did two auditions my first one 
Ricky wasn't there. Asha Teller was our producer. I'm trying to remember. Steve was there. That's terrible, I can't remember. And then I got called back um, and Ricky and Steve were there for that one. And the nice thing about that, I'd been up for a few pilots at that time and I'd liked a few of them, but when I got into the audition room, I kept being told to be bigger and bigger and bigger. And it isn't, and I, by the way, I'm not criticizing that because it's a real great skill when you have to do um, a, a sitcom with a live audience. It's a different skill than doing uh, no live audience, but the office even goes further in terms of don't move, don't act. Um, and I really like that. And I wasn't good at the be, be bigger, be bigger. And so I would go into these auditions for other pilots and be like, oh my God, I, I don't think I've got that because I can't really do the thing they're asking me to do. And in I come for the office and it was completely like I like. And then I auditioned with Ricky and we did that firing scene. And I was really excited because I had never been in a casting before that, I mean, Ricky continued with the scene even when the written part was over. And, and it was, and I took a beat in my head thinking, what's he doing? And I was like, oh, I'll just go with it. <laughs> and I did. And originally in the script, Dawn gets up to leave and trips over the chair and falls on the floor. Oh. And so when we were in the audition, I made a decision not to do that because the audition room was tiny <laughs> and and the tininess of this room was taken up with a vast table that you kind of had to get, get around like Brent doing his dance. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, if I, if I fall on the floor, I actually think it's going to be awkward, not in the funny way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, when that, when that thing with slapstick, I don't think it would have. Yeah, so yeah. And if, it, if, I, if I just felt like I couldn't have done it well, it was only for that reason. So I didn't. And then Ricky kept on talking and I, I kept on answering back. And then in my head, I panicked. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with this. improvisation. <laughs> so I left the room. <laughs> I, just, I just walked out. And I think they might have thought that was me making an acting decision. And then hired me. I fall. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. And the rest is history. Um, uh, so that was really nice. And then when we did that scene, we did it in the original pilot, which never got aired. Then we did it again. So of course, by the time we are doing it again, you, it, it's less. Uh, it, it, it was a quicker scene to do because we had done it so many times. And we did discuss falling on the floor. I remember Steve Merchant kindly giving us a demonstration of what that would look like. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll always be grateful for that memory. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that was great. And, and, and you'll see me do have my hands over my face when I'm crying because that helps me not look like I'm laughing. And um, uh, yeah, it was great. Quite fun to do. The scene that was cut, it was um, when Gareth walks in and he's all in all of his um, cycling gear. Was that, was that a genuine laugh? So I remember there's a scene where he comes, he starts stretching, and he's in this ridiculous I mean, I mean, outfit. I mean, yeah, I mean, did I? I mean, sure, I thought the whole thing was very. <laughs> but 
I, I do remember that it was scripted that Dawn roars, roars out laughing. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, not necessarily, that was acted, so to speak. But um, when, when I first <laughs> saw that scene, I thought that must have been such an easy one. If you were, if you were directed to burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what, more, what more could less, you ask for? Gareth, yeah. <laughs> I always remember Mackenzie had this brilliant uh, meditative hobby. Oh, he would get like a um, ping pong ball uh, and wrap elastic bands around it. And he would just keep doing it and keep doing it until it expands and expands and expands. And then he would take it all down and then he'd start again. And <laughs> I remember at the time going, so you just, you just put bands around it and you take it off and do it again. And, but then afterwards I was like, that's a really meditative project. I really liked it. I really want to do that now. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just my cousin having a massive one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would get huge. Huge. Yeah, just... Well, send them in. Let's see how big we can get. Biggest rubber band ball. Another campaign. <laughs> it can be the yeah, best. let's have a, a little competition to see who can get the, the smallest starter <laughs> and the biggest end product. Fantastic. You heard the lady. Let's, uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> I think it, one of the one of the questions we've been asking it probably is a bit of a, a cliche. Um, is how do you think Tim and Dawn would have ended up together after after the the final cut of the the last episode of the special? Yeah. Um, you know, life goes on from there. Mm -hmm. what, what would be your vision of how things went? That makes sense. After that, kind of like after that night, kind of thing. You yeah. Mean? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like probably their relationship would have grown uh, more quickly than if you'd been on a first date with someone because they were just such good friends. I think it's the kind of thing that could be, um, is this a negative for some people, but I think it wouldn't be for them, in my head anyway, where I feel like they're knowing each other. By the time they were already at that point, they probably loved each other. It wasn't just, oh, hey, he's cute. Let's go for a drink and then see what happens. I think they probably loved each other by that point. And the only thing that hadn't been done yet was that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, yeah um, but uh, I would imagine, I mean, I like, I'm, I'm a romantic, so I like the idea that, that it's just nice. You know, it's just a nice little calm I would imagine quite a calm relationship. Yeah, I can't imagine them falling out too easily. I can no. imagine both being pretty easy going. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things that I was thinking of did was there ever a scene filmed of the breakup? Because that's one of the things that a few people have asked is whether which breakup? Um, Dawn Lee. and Lee. No. Yeah. So no. no. Literally, just the last you saw of Lee was him fast asleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you said a few people ask about um, how how you thought that would have happened so quickly because obviously you mentioned before about the decision for Dawn to break up with Lee was, yeah. was absolutely enormous one with the the implications yeah. of the move and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it was just the sort of the question is was there a scene filmed to kind of depict what actually happened? But I suppose it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't. 
I know that because if I remember rightly, at the end of the last episode, we're all having photo taken at the end, is it at the end yeah. of the party. Yeah. And then Martin and I are in the photo. And then a couple of takes, Mar uh, Tim looked at Dawn and kissed her. Um, just a quick kiss. And then he said, No, don't do that because you know you're on television and that Lee might watch. And that would just be like rubbing it in. And I went, Yeah, that's fair. Um, so that was, uh, yeah. So obviously, we, we I don't, I, mm, I don't know. I mean, Lee was passed out in a cab, wasn't he? <laughs> She's gone yet. <laughs> I'm going to fill in the blank, and I think that Dawn just opened the door, barrel rolled out the car, <laughs> never went back. Like she's been in the territorials. Yeah. <laughs> Learned from Gareth. Lee just got to the airport and was like, oh, okay then, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, yeah. The, the, the next he saw of it was actually when the, the show went out. He's like, oh, that's where she ended up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He won't be in under in the dark for years. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. incredible. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So nice. The romantic. Yes. Yeah. I think every office fan's got that. There's there's a kind of lads, lads, lads element to the humour a little bit, I think, mm -hmm. from what we see and the lines and the the yeah. and Brent relationship. But underneath he definitely brings that element in as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a yeah. soft, but there's a soft sort of undertone where we're all quite emotional at the end, and yeah, we're all men of the world, but yeah, I always love, I always love names that they came up with, like Stuart Foot, Stuart Foot, Deathman, <laughs> Monkey Arm, <laughs> such great names. They're just, just so real. I think hey. uh, Peter Kay had a like a talent for that as well. In the, yeah. His character uh, of characters and things in there, and there's just that he pulled from there. It's brilliant. The delivery of some of them, like I mean, Julie Anderton. There's absolutely nothing. It's just a generic name. But the way yes. that, the way that Ricky does, you know, the Julie. Yeah. Anderton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That reminds me. Did you, did you ever see a fish called Wonder? No. No. I've not no. Seen that. Oh. You have to watch that. It's John Cleese, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, and uh, Kevin Klein breaks into someone's house and um, and has to pretend he's pretends he's from the KGB, and, uh, and the woman goes, uh, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Mr. Manfredson." <laughs> and later, well, she speaks to him. Says, well, Mr. Manfredson, and she knows it just like that, and it reels off. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. One of the um, most famous lines probably attributed, and, and I guess the, the fact that, that uh, I think it's Tim, isn't it, that gives you the support for um, your doodling and the drawing and the artist inside you. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. keep up the doodling, pipe dreams are good in a way. Yeah. Um, we've cleverly spun that to uh, a little quiz that we'd love to put to you, um, yeah. which is called Keep Up the Googling, which, um, you know. You so generally, you generally find the pun first and then the feature comes after. Okay. This one's had a bit of thought, I guess, but uh, Steve, <laughs> shall, I, shall I let you introduce because you've done the work? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's essentially, um, I've got five, um, five phrases, I guess, that are related to Dawn 
in some way. Okay. Um, and I've gone on Google, Googled the phrase, and it comes up with a number of search results. And the game is essentially A, B, or C, what number search results were there? You mean how many search results there were? Yeah, yeah. Oh if, you, if you're going to speak in proper English, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. You mean, like, you mean like when it says like there are 2,943? Yeah. For, yeah. Okay. Because, it, okay, because it's every, yeah, go. <laughs> so I'm, a little, I'm a little bit disappointed with it now though because it, it's, it's a bit more vague now it kind of rounds everything up or down um, which is a bit yeah I, I thought it took a little bit away from it to be honest yeah but, way, strongly worded uh, letter we'll sort it out okay so I, I googled Dawn Tinsley yeah and these searches did it come up with A 62,600 B, 72,600, or C, 82,600. 62. 62. You've underestimated it, 72,600. Oh, Lucy, always go for the middle one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's stupid. No, that's... no, I need to, for the next one, Steve, I need to not go for the middle one. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> I often find these quizzes with Steve of trying to suss out his, his own mentality of where he's put the answer. <laughs> It's not even about the answer. It's the <laughs> it's the sequence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so number two, uh, I typed in Tim and Dawn kiss, um, and this is thirty-five thousand, uh, thirty-seven. Oh God. <laughs> See, this is hard reading that numbers. Yeah, <laughs> numbers are hard. Anything yeah. technical than an orange. It's hard. Yeah. We've done this before. We promise. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally, literally never played this game. That's the thing, and this has been introduced into our quiz on Sunday. So this is, yeah, you're the, you're getting the first ever pilot of this. Um, but Tim and Dawn Kiss, is it thirty five point seven million hits, forty five point seven million, or fifty five point seven million? Well, that, so you've shocked me by going into the millions there. That, that's what threw me. Yeah, he wrote I'm, gonna it. Go the, the, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go the lower one, but because it's millions. Well, 55.7 million uh results for Tim and Dawn Kiss that's incredible, isn't it? That is, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. what I wonder what the 55.7 million one is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many pages are we scrolling through to get to that to find out what it is? Somewhere. Well, that's the thing. It didn't. It didn't come up with the number, so I had to scroll through each page. <laughs> it took me ages. I've not been at work all week. He's done well. He's done well. I'm amazed he's here. <laughs> it's effort, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, so the third one was Excalibur poem, oh, which is oh god, forty-five and a half million. 55 and a half million or 65 and a half million? See, I can't believe that's 65 and a half million. Although I will say the word Excalibur might have been Googled anyway outside of it being the office. Okay, I'll go for the high one this time. The high one. I phased you. It's 45 and a half million. It's the low one. It's the... Just when I aim high. Uh, 
he should be down. The, the, the lower one, even it seems weird to say the lower when it's still 45 and a half million. A million, yeah. Dollars. It's mental. When was Brent that one again, the Excalibur one? Um, it's when you, I think you were about to leave. It looks like it's the end of the day and he says, Dawn. Is that the beer one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, stab it in my cockroach. Yes, yeah. I <laughs> that was also a very closely delivered line. <laughs> that must have been incredible to. It was. It really was. Yeah. I. Yeah. Oh. So you now I would like to do it again. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, my third one is well, my fourth one rather. Fourth one. The doodling. Um, <laughs> they, um, Do you call keep up the googling or keep up the doodling? Keep up the doodling. Okay. Um, see, I, I shouldn't have picked this one. Three million six hundred ninety thousand. Yeah. Nine million six hundred ninety thousand, or fifteen million six hundred ninety thousand. Nine. It is I'm, not. Straight it down is the not middle. Okay. I might tell myself off. I'm like Lucy, you're so safe. <laughs> oh for the 15 but no i was correct Roberto bees on um and th this one surprised me because i i typed in dawn and tim christmas special um and it was it was particularly low i don't know mm. why i don't know if i've done something wrong but mm. um Two million three hundred eighty thousand, three million three hundred eighty thousand, or four million three hundred eighty thousand. The two one. The two one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So, so essentially, two point four million hits, which is still a ridiculous amount. But well, you I'll, know, I'll, I feel just so low now. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it. <laughs> I've ruined it. I had such a high with the millions and millions we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah, but, but Tim and Dawn kiss fifty-five point wow. seven million. So there you go. That's pretty good. That's wow. pretty good. <laughs> the amount of takes we did. <laughs> What's that pro rata? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was That's very. I also really love doing the scene where uh, Tim takes his mic off and. Uh, at the end of season two and goes and asks Dawn. Yeah. I really loved that was really exciting to do. That was one and of it, the questions as well. Sorry to um, interrupt. It no, was um, uh, people were asking what, what was said when the, the mics went off. Yeah. I mean we were at the time we was like, oh well we we probably wouldn't say that because we thought it might ruin the thing. What we did do, what I will say is that so originally you know we played it for real but it just is too long um, to really play it for real. Um, so we had to cut that down um, because you've got complete, which, which is the, the genius of it, is you've got completely silent airtime here. But, but that, and that's the genius of it. But um, nevertheless, you know, you still have to like make it a bit more compact um, than if we did actual real, you know, if that, yeah. if that scene happened for real, I, I would have thought it would take a bit longer. Um, to get through it, but um, I loved I've loved playing that. That was an exciting scene to play. The breaking of the uh, the documentary there, you kind of remind yourself it is still a, a yeah yeah. And, and done more now, but not then. I remember when you know Martin Tim's doing his talking head, and then he 
thinks about it and he gets up and walks off and now the camera has to go wait whoa we didn't expect this and you're following him and and that had i don't know that that had been done before in um in a scripted show so um we were like well that's cool that'll be good <laughs> groundbreaking <laughs> There was there was an era of like you say uh, you mentioned like airline or airport or whatever it was wasn't it and there was that one about that woman learning to drive the actual real documentaries was were kind of just starting when they reality TV had kind of just sort of taken. Uh, up. Did you remember there was a character called Jeremy from Airport? Yes, yeah. <laughs> airport, and he'd become he was like the first, wasn't he, that I remember of reality TV stars. Definitely. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that was uh, that was quite a big thing. I watched Airport. I remember, I remember it quite well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember that one. I mean, to to capture it and mimic it so well, so quickly. Well, I think that was Airport was the one that John Nettles did the voiceover to. So yeah, played Bergerac. Bergerac. I'm probably fairly older than you two, so I'm going to know these references. We won't um, talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you have mentioned VHS, so that probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned VHS, not Betamax. You won't even get that joke. No, for, any, for any of our younger listeners, go and ask your mum or dad. Okay. Yeah, go and ask. Oh, daddy. I'm very glad we no longer live in a VHS world. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you think you will ever be able to watch the series back without, um, I guess, will enough time ever pass for you to just enjoy it as a as a kind of the show on its own without the knowledge of probably on its own? I do very much enjoy it. Um, the, the few episodes I watched this week, I thought, God, I better brush up on things. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed watching them, but of course, I'm also watching them with memories. Um, yeah. So for each scene, each scene I watch will have a memory of of filming it it might be that I didn't feel well that day but it, usually it's that I remember that taking so many takes and like I was just saying that one of the motivational speaking and Brent having to go let's all laugh and he's laughing and then the camera's slowly panning in to me if you go back and watch it now you'll see that you'll see you'll see that my face is doing everything it can to hold it together <laughs> um, as for almost that entire episode and um and so watching that is, is great memories. And we also, those were the last scenes we filmed on season two. We tended to film everything in the office first. Um, and unusually, we could often go almost in scene order, which is, I'm sure you know, never happens. Yeah. Film. It wasn't fully scene order, but because we were just all in this one space, um, and we could move around. and because it's a fake documentary style you've got uh, probably an easier I'm not saying it's an easier task for the DP and everything but I'm just saying you don't have to go his special writing to make everyone look great it's got to look like a camera it's just you know if you're filming yourself with an iPhone you ain't gonna look as good as if someone's come and set you up with proper lights and hair and makeup and, yeah. and so that makes things a bit quicker um, yeah. to shoot uh, and so often things we definitely went in episode order um, and we just left all the location stuff till the very end um, and same with um, I was very very lucky to be part of the final scene ever of shooting the office because we filmed in Spain for all the American uh, scenes where Lee and Dawn were 
living in the States. And we went to Spain and it was a really cool little, I mean, how lucky am I to get to go and do that? That's the finishing off of the whole thing. And we took our crew out, we, you know, obviously Rick and Steve and Joel Beckett, who played Lee, who I love. He came out, obviously, with us. Cause, and uh, we, I took some photos. I'll send you one. I'll send you the photo we took of us uh, at the house that we were filming of our cast and crew. Oh, and um, uh, we had great, we had a few dinners. We played this stupid game one night. We were all at a big table for dinner. And the game was just that... <laughs> Someone would pick up a chip, a French fry, and put it on the next person's shoulder. Until they it. And that's it. It's nothing too brainy. And it was like, oh, the chip on your shoulder. Oh, okay, I get it. And the next person would put a chip on his shoulder. It was so stupid. Um, but it was, and then we had a day, whole day before our nighttime flight, and we all lay around the pool and sunbathing. It was just joy. It was Nice. Yeah, nothing. Wow. You can hear the you can hear the nostalgia in your voice. Yeah. It, sounds yeah. so incredible. it has been a little um, you know, a uh, few days of going, Oh yeah, that was a while ago. And sometimes that can be you can feel a little low sometimes. I mean we're we're all quarantined at the moment and and we're all in a well, most of us anyway, you know, we're in a, a lockdown and and to some degree you can you can it can be a time of reflection on things because you've suddenly got a lot of time on your own and um so i, I watched a few of those things and I'm like gosh that really takes a back and it, it was all wonderful i loved it i'm sure i think the memories aspect for for us again as i mentioned a lot of people are kind of re-watching it now and the memories or they're, they're almost watching the series having laughed at the lines with their friends and done the jokes themselves so they're now laughing at the lines in a context <laughs> yeah life and it's, yeah, it's so multi-dimensional the way that it's almost yeah. taken over everyone's lives and become part of culture almost it's um yeah yeah, yeah. it, it said, is, it is really, okay. as i said several times whilst going through the episodes and yeah. uh, with our, our super fans and our guests that there's almost a quote or a line that fits in with just about every every situation in life there's that's what i'm learning yeah you're all educating <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you can you could attribute a quote or a brentism or, or something related to the show yeah. about every scenario in life and i think yeah. that's the beauty of it and that's how you end up um, almost coming across um, people or people that will become friends, obviously, because they're fans yeah. of the office. You come yeah. across them without even knowing. You know, you might be at a, um, yeah. a social function, and something will happen. You'll just say a quote because you don't even you're not even thinking about it. It's just it comes so naturally. Yeah. You react and you go, oh, that's yeah. the connection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you must be okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you can, when you meet people, I think sometimes you can, you can say, Oh, that's a David or that's a, uh, Gareth. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I, I was watching an episode of, um, come dine with me. Yeah. You yeah. Um, on YouTube. And there was a guy, <laughs> I won't say who it is, but it, it wasn't a celebrity one, but he was he could not have been more david brent to the point where you would have thought that this was a um a fake 
character being written and someone and you wanted to say to someone you you've seen that david brent's already been written though right like, this, this, like yeah you're stealing from the show he 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 uh did a little he i think he did a little radio show in his oh. area and how he's oh my god bless a really nice man just every single brentism <laughs> fe feeling and energy and and it was so great. It was great to be able to point and go, that, that's Brent. That's probably got it from. It, it happens. There's loads, I think. As soon as people are on camera, it, it's like Brent's in us all and the camera bring, just brings it out, potentially, that craving of a, a kind of... Yeah. Well, I remember before The Office, um, when I got it and I was explaining to some people what it was I was doing, they were, like, confused because they said, but how can you what do they say how, like how can you be real when there's a camera on and i said don't you find it fascinating how people decide to act when i mean i'll watch uh, reality shows like take i don't know the bachelor for example i'll watch and it's amazing how people choose to be in front of a camera and most of them don't come on expecting to be the one that's ridiculed or the villain <laughs> No one. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're either very funny or entertaining or wise and deep or nice. Yeah. And they come away and they watch it and suddenly America can't bear them. <laughs> um, Les Brent, that, that's, that's him, isn't it? I think that's, that would be one of the things that would put, put me off going on TV or a rea reality show or something because I know that yeah, you should. I'd, I'd, I'd do something silly and that's it. You're a meme forever then. That's it. You're widespread across yeah. the internet, yeah. never to be forgotten. Your head but a girl. And of course it is. I mean, as much as I enjoy reality TV, I'm, I'm not stupid. It's, it's edited. And it, that doesn't mean people didn't do the things you see them do. But for sure, uh, it can be completely changed just by With how it's shown and when it's shown. With you kind of hitting, I guess, fame from the office around that sort of early 2000, mid 2000 era, would that have, did you ever get invited to do any of that stuff? Cause it would have been kind of kicking off big time. I got invited to do Celebrity Big Brother a couple of times. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, and I, I used to watch Celebrity Big Brother. I, I don't know if enjoyed is the word, um, but I did watch it. I, I understood it. I understood why it worked, why it was a thing. The thing that the reason I stopped watching it, I stopped watching it after the Katie Hopkins, uh, not specifically because of her, but I just stopped watching it after that season because I find it very difficult to watch people be so. I'm going to just say this: be so in pain. That's how I view it. Yeah, people yeah. are so quick to hurt and be hurt damage and be damaged and it's really hard to see it put out there um and um it, uh, and i don't know just just highlighted um people watch and judge very quickly we all judge safely from our home and um for, and, and of course judging others means we don't have to look at ourselves so we can point and laugh and go ha 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 and not even look over here um which probably is more of a mess half the time and <laughs> watching people be ridiculed 
and try to fight to be liked was devastating for me, actually. I actually found it too hard to watch. I was really upset by it. Um, and that Katie Hopkins season with Perez Hilton as well was, for me, the last one I watched just because, it, and I'm not, I'm not judging any of it. It was just painful to see people fight to, to be liked. I, yeah, I, I was bad by that, yeah. I think the, the promise of, I think is it actually, I don't, I don't know if I remember this from Ricky's, it, it probably overlaps, but I'm sure it's in extras, isn't it? The, the scene where he- Brother. And then I'm sure I've heard him talk about it on XFM in the past as well when I've been listening and the kind of the analysis that the sort of Victorian freak show never left. It just evolved into yeah. somewhere else. And I think, yeah, you, you articulate that really well. That's, it must be, it must be even more poignant, I guess, if you're in that um, field as well. And the kind of people like yourself almost as well that get dragged into, yeah. into that. Stuff. It, it is because we're all human and, in varying degrees, we want to be liked. And I do, for sure. But as time's gone on, and that's age and experience and what you choose to, you, you realize you can choose your thoughts, you can choose your attitude to any given situation. And as much as I might like to be liked, I no longer will uh, work at it. I will no longer ask you to like me and I'll no longer think it's it's my right to be liked So the great thing about that is I have a freedom now to be me that I never had Back in the day even in even in the office. I I, uh, I, I Didn't really I don't know sometimes you just say things because you think This is the right thing to say or the cool thing to say and or the funny thing to say and it, you forget that <laughs> just being you is an option sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. But um, yeah. well, we like you, if that's... <laughs> this is my aim. <laughs> this is the aim of the day. There you go. You've made it. Made it. Made it. Forget everything else. Yeah, forget all the accolades. This, this is the real quiz. <laughs> I think having having come from a show that's iconic for essentially a man almost crashing and burning on yeah. on the camera, it's uh, yeah, it's really poignant to to have that and a lesson for everyone. There you go. <laughs> right. so we don't just entertain. We the beginning for the good stuff and at the end for the. <laughs> it's like the deep stuff in the kitchen at the end, isn't it? When everyone's left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, God, that's because you've had a lot of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. I put a post on Twitter or something yesterday. Just so true. I was like, I've talked to myself out loud such a lot in, in isolation that I'm not entirely sure I'm on my own anymore. <laughs> it's so funny because you are just like just chat. I have my dog. I just chat away, like loud as can be. It's quite nice, wow. really. How has isolation and lockdown been over there? Have you, I guess you've shut down all filming and everything on, on projects you were working on. Yes, fortunately we had wrapped on the last thing I did. So um, at least that was done. Um, uh, California has been, I've, our governor has been good because he really put in strict uh, uh, lockdown rules very early on, um, one of the earliest states. So I, I think that was a good thing. 
Um, I personally am quite a high-risk person. I, I had a kidney transplant. I don't have an immune system. I'm diabetic. So altogether, I just don't go out. <laughs> um, uh, I, I walk my dog. I kind of, I, I will drive to a quiet area. So I'm less likely to meet anyone. And I have to go to the laundry room. But <laughs> that's it. That's been my life, like many people. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's all right. I'm quite, I'm quite, um, I'm quite introverted and I'm quite, I can be quite an isolating, like an isolator, is that even the thing, a word? Um, and so, <laughs> even in life, I, I wouldn't necessarily, like, I don't go to millions of things. And so I'm, more, I'm all right for a bit. What about you two? What are you doing? Well, Steve, Steve works in the NHS, don't you? So you're, you're still on, on the, at yeah. work. I, mean, I work for um, University Hospitals Birmingham. So, oh, yeah. Is it right you were born in Solihull? I was, yeah. yeah that's yeah. one of my hospitals. <gasps> no, really? Solihull Hospital? Yeah. What about the QE? I'm, I'm based at the QE, but I cover, oh, I, I, I cover the four sites. So, uh, QE, Heartlands, Good Hope, Solihull. The QE is a friggin' amazing hospital. Not that the others aren't. I just know it well. That's it is. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. I'm proud to work there. Oh, that man, that's amazing. Yeah. Are you? Do you go there? Where do you work from? Not now, obviously, but normally, where do you work from? Um, I I just sorry. I I've completely. I've, a fly's just gone past. It's completely done me there. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking. Oh, wait a minute. So can you what was that again? Sorry. <laughs> we'll cut this. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, please don't cut it. I know why you did that. <laughs> you are if you are being treated. Wasps are me, not not me. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I could I could see I the great thing is I can't I don't know if you can Sam, I can't see the fly, so now he just looks like this. He's yeah, just, I just yeah. look I just look mental. Yeah, he's just got a twist. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you are being treated at, uh, at any of those four hospitals mentioned we we can assure you steve's all right he's uh, <laughs> yes. he's throwing his arms around flailing and uh, <laughs> but apart from that you'll be fine honestly yeah yeah, yeah. little surgery it's fine yeah. i was asking you what you were doing in your lockdown but you, I, think you, I think you were wondering where, asking where you were based, but you're you're still at work, aren't you, Steve? You're still yeah, going. yeah. I'm, I'm ba I go into the QE four days a week, and then wow. work on, um, yeah. That's uh, and how are you doing? I mean, if it's not personal to ask, I'm fine. It's um, it's. I mean, I've started driving in. Um, it's hard, but um, yeah, life hasn't really changed all that much for me, to be honest. It's been. I feel I feel like it's been harder for the wife because she's not left the house for seven weeks or something. Right. And with a three-year-old, I can imagine that's incredibly difficult. Oh, right, 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 for sure. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I'm probably the fortunate one being able to go to work. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a it's a mixed blessing, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, just yeah, a bit. Focus, certainly. What about you, Sam? What are you doing? Uh, mine's not quite as noble, unfortunately. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to say now. I, I work as a as a sales manager for a um, a nursery company. So we supply. It's I guess it's all it's all in babies. So babies still need their furniture and mattresses and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 
I'm just rinsing pregnant women, I guess, is, is probably the other side yeah. of the coin. I think give it a year or so, um, yeah. you're going to be having a hell of a lot of business, aren't you? I'll be coining it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what this business looks like after that. I mean, it's a very contact sport, this, this job. You know, hair, makeup, uh, put, someone putting your mics on. I mean, when you come off, uh, when you're like come off a scene, a, uh, like a take and you know, do another one, the, the amount of people that land on you um, with hair, makeup, wardrobe, mics, um, you, 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 you stand there like a mannequin and you're just touched, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know what will happen. I'm trying not to do the thing. A lot of people, a lot of friends are going, oh God, they're saying we won't be able to work till January. They're saying, well, I was like, I'm just not going there. I'm not going there with yeah. the dark news. Let's just take can't, it. Can't control it, can you say? It's it's not even worth trying to try yeah. and predict. Um, no. But I think, I yeah, there's there's a lot of that. I think there'll be there'll be some innovation to come from it, and I think almost doing what we're doing now, I, I'm sure there'll be some kind of shows and comedies and things based on this, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, to yeah. Where, I'm, I'm going to do one actually uh, of a show that's set during the quarantine time, and um, and they're sending me. This will be hilarious, but they're sending me equipment. <laughs> I was like, can I just text my lines? Yeah, that goes. But yeah. Did they not hear about your cup full of coins to keep your phone? Thank you, thank you, right. Samuel. Um, <laughs> it will be great. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. There'll be new things coming out of it, that's for sure. And, and you know, people will be sitting there being creative at the time. I am not one of them. Um, I've created through times when I'm like, I started doing things, I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we'll see what's going I, I hope as a, as a population as well, there's a bit of um, a goodwill that comes from it. I think um, I, I hate to do the kind of war spirit stuff because it's not the same, but I think it's our version, maybe our generation's version of, of this kind of country together, pulling together. You definitely see how people are. You see people pull together and you see people, you know, hoard hand sanitizer to sell and, and you, you, you see all sorts of different things and we shouldn't be surprised by any of it. Surely we know, we know that exists. Um, so we just you know, get on with it and do do the best you can you know i saw something the other day and um it was essentially that they don't think that this has brought out good or bad in people but it's brought out the truth in people and it's brought out what people are actually like so yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that those those people that will hoard hand sanitizer or the people that come out with 15 packets of toilet roll and you know that sort of thing You'll get you'll get the people that will happily risk going to the shops to get food for their elderly grandparents that have got all these conditions, etc. But then you will get those selfish people. Mm. It's sort of a, a wide spectrum of of mm. society. But you'll yeah. also, I think, more than people getting together and rallying around and helping each other. I, I don't know if it's just because of the media, but I just feel like everyone's just playing a, playing a big blame game at the minute and it just it gets depressing it's bad yeah. enough to for without people constantly yeah. moaning about it's their fault or it's their fault or you know 
it's it's kind of you have to really just let people be and let them do what if they need to think that they need to the blame game is hard because what's it going to change if you want to blame someone it's not going to change what it is now um it helps nothing just 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 get on with things get on with it learn be kind that's the main thing is is, is you keep looking around at things help people understand the power of kindness because i think we forget not only how powerful it is but how destructive the opposite is um massively so yeah and and you just got i mean as as you can imagine in this kind of time i've i i'm asked to do a lot of things um to help out in different different charities or different things and and you do whatever you can it'll depend what it is i've been asked to do huge long projects which would involve me going out and i'm like i I can't leave my house i don't know whether you think that suddenly (laughs) here in america um uh, i'm not allowed to leave but give me something i can do in my house i can do that i can donate i can off i work with um a uh, little company, a uh, little organisation called Destination Hope, and um, they um, so people have been un- uh, become unhoused is the best way to put it because they had houses and through coronavirus uh, and and their uh, conditions they don't have a place to live but they have their cars and LA are opening up um, car parks um, overnight with a security guard and portaloos for people to to be there safely in their cars and then um a destination hope they they provide meals at night um so that's quite a nice little thing it's always just little things you can do everywhere you know even that's, if you can't yeah. that's really cool that, that sounds yeah. yeah really good cause i think um there's there's lots of those that have popped up certainly yeah you must get loads of yeah. requests as well i'm, I'm sure for, for you want to do what you can you know and we're we're by no means a charity but we should um we should shoehorn a, a big thank you in for, for your time <laughs> this evening or this afternoon. For it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a genuine pleasure to, to obviously hear all your thoughts and the nuggets of, of wisdom and, uh, and obviously the behind the scenes insight. I think um, everyone that we've interacted with would is craving that kind of, again, that hearing from the main cast. So it's a, uh, it's, it's a massive pleasure to, uh, to have had that. So thank you so much for that. No, thanks for letting me. It's been really nice to go down memory lane, actually. It's been really nice to remember all of that. And uh, uh, yeah, it's been a joy. I'll send you a couple of pics through uh, the DM. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. I mean, uh, yeah. we're, we're very conscious of, uh, of, of not begging and, uh, and you, know, <laughs> you guys have got lives as well. And this is just our sort of <laughs> session. But um yeah, there's a genuine, huge, huge following that I'm sure you're more than aware of that that will just lap up um, um, yeah, any any nuggets from Dawn. I'm sure. So yeah, anything you have and you you think of will be will be fantastic. That'd be really great. My pleasure. My pleasure. Just just, just quickly, he yeah. wouldn't he wouldn't forgive me if I if I didn't mention, but um, we've got a friend called Mike, um, yeah. and he's recently just got the all clear from prostate cancer. Oh, um, and. I, I hate to be the guy to do, would you be able to just say congratulations to Mike? 
Yeah, congratulations, Mike. No, that's amazing. I mean, like to go through something, especially when we're all going through this now, that's obviously a double thing um, uh, that you've had to go through and waiting on results is not fun. So I'm, I'm really pleased for you. Yeah, it's, it's been a good week, blessing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll love that. Thank you. Yeah, Michael. that's a big one. Very well, Mike. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Mike, it's, a, it's such a private joke, but the site, it's just brilliant. We're going to, yeah, you'll love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to film him, listen to it now. <laughs> he's going to cry. It'll be, like, be like the kiss all over again. <laughs> Michael, you know how to test if you just watch that episode of The Office uh, yeah. while yeah. someone is free and stands really <laughs> We were, we, we did get asked actually on the brie, what, what was your favourite cheese? Or did you have a favourite cheese? Back then? Uh, 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 I like really good. It's, I I personally find it hard to get really good cheddar here in in the states, um, but uh, well, cheddar that I like, should I say? But um, there's this one called Black Diamond. I think he might be a comedian, and um, and it's maybe it's boring. I don't like blue cheese, but I like brie, and I like uh, proper proper good strong cheddar. There you go, solid. <laughs> nothing else we know dawn's favorite cheese <laughs> <laughs> that's the real quiz tell them to skip at the beginning to the end to find the cheese choice <laughs> and if uh anyone from white diamonds listening then um black diamond black diamond, black diamond. Black diamond. Black diamond. oh is it black sorry how did i miss that <laughs> Uh, that, that's that sponsorship ruined. Yeah, sponsorship. <laughs> As I get all this white diamond words, <laughs> white more, diamond sounds like a diamond, and I'm yeah. like, but it's not cheese. It it's sounds like a discount cider. Yeah. That's white lightning, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, all that we'll take anything, anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send what it in. Have we got white or black? sometimes cider. <laughs> I used to drink pints of lager and black when I was in my teens. Oh, yeah, very awesome. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, black. I'm too full. You get too full. Um, yeah, definitely I've got anything else to share with you that I can think of. Your um your video stopped for some reason. I don't know if it's the same on Steve's show. Yeah. Oh. But we were gonna see if we could do just a screen a screen. Yeah. Am I back? Social. Am I still stopped? Yeah, so we, we wanted to give you a chance to Wait, hang on. Let me stop the video and then restart it. Hang on. Sure. If, if it goes, shall I just click that link again? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Okay, so now it says stop. Can you hear me now? Yep. Still got you. Start it again. There. there we go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the dance. Okay. So yeah, we were just going to do a. Should we do a Brent pose, or is that is that too cliche? That's what we do in the quiz, isn't it? So Sunday nights we do a uh, we host an office quiz. Well, it's office and sort of general knowledge. Um, yeah. Over over Zoom for anyone that's bored can come and join in. And at the end of uh, end you're of, always welcome to join. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Tell me about it, and you never know. I might do. I might pop in. <laughs> It'd be a good time. Oh, if you Whenever you do one, send me a link. What time do you do it though? Uh, same it? same sort of time, isn't it? Eight o'clock. So. Uh, okay. Send me a link. I might pop into one. <laughs> that would be incredible. I do. Yeah. Everyone's right. face is uh, as little. <laughs> I'll ask a question and then then I'll go. Did you ever? 
Did he asked the question watch? by dawn. Can you imagine yeah. that? Did yeah. Watch, uh, question of sport when they used to do the mystery guest. Yeah. The problem is with that, Sam, is it the title uh, <laughs> had sport in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlikely that I watched it at any time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it's a pretty simple premise, but yeah, basically you, you disguise yourself somehow. And um, uh, oh, I do. You join, you'd have to slowly guess. You'd have to act your way around the house. Somehow. Maybe do some ironing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've forgotten that. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Little memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. Family <laughs> fortunes. <laughs> I remember. I used to watch that. I used to love that. Right. Family fortunes. Yeah. Great yeah. show. Don't make them oh, up. Okay. I, was like, I thought you were saying what was that? And I was like, you're not 12. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone loves family fortunes. Lovely family fortunes, yeah. Um, you're asking me. I'm so sorry. No, we're just going to, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a screenshot okay. of the, of the yeah. thing just for social, just for, to, for that. How do you do that? We'll happily let you go. Oh, yeah. How do, how do you do a screenshot? Or do you take it with your phone? I can do it this end and just uh, just print. Oh, this. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you're you're good. Are you are blowing on a beer? Do the bottles. Trying. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as long as I got in me. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's very good. Oh lordy! I, can't, I, I know. I know. It's going to sound a bit. Oh, love me! I genuinely can't. Can't say how much of a, a great time of that. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thanks, thanks. I've been, really been looking that. forward to this all week, and it's it's oh. definitely lived up to to what we expected. It's been great. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you so much. I've loved it. Really enjoyed it. We, uh, we nice feel, to meet you. See your faces behind. We feel a certain level of responsibility, obviously, for for kind of being a an outlet of the show in some way. So to um. You know, to to be liked by the main cast is, is obviously a massive, <laughs> massive feat. Friend of the show, best friends. Yeah. Friend of the show, exactly. Done. <laughs> Done. All right. Well, send me links to quiz and might pop in one day and I'll say hello. That's, and that's incredible. And all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will let you continue on with your day and stay safe and well. And we'll speak yeah, to you. Yeah, uh, you too as well. It's so nice to meet you both. And, uh, Excellent. Bye bye. bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Wow. Absolutely incredible. What an honour. I mean, what a lovely woman. She was she was genuinely amazing. Genuinely as lovely as you'd expect. Um, yeah, and a real privilege. She's just just a lovely woman. <laughs> There's not really much else to say. It's great to get some of the insights and uh Yeah, definitely head uh, head on to Twitter and uh and say thanks and uh yeah, just just give her some kind words. I think that'd be great. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. While she's uh, in lockdown, everyone needs a, a little pick-me-up, so uh, that'd be nice. Um, and uh, maybe we'll see her on the quiz. Yeah, well, she did say she was going to come. So, yeah, we've got our, our weekly quiz um, every Sunday, generally. Um, you know, if you feel free, you're free on a Sunday night, you've got nothing to do, and you, you fancy quizzing with a few divs about the office and general knowledge and whatever then yeah cruise on down cruise on down two yeah. debauched drunkards in the corner yeah. <laughs> no come over come, come over. over 
all you need to do is head to uh, head to uh, Twitter and find us on there at out of office pod underscore uh, ping us a DM and we'll send you the agenda for the quiz. There are a few things that we ask you to do beforehand. There is a little bit of preparation that goes into it. So uh, yeah, do get involved if you'd like to come and join us. Um, and yeah, we'll see you and Lucy. See you Sunday for our sins. <laughs> Not sure there's much else to say, is there? I don't think we can top it with us, can we? No, I think Let's be honest. there's only one. There's only one way we could end this podcast, isn't there? Hundred percent. I think I'll, we'll let we'll let Yazoo see us out. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time.